Welcome to the Our Lady of Peace Daily Reflections Podcast. Daily Scripture Readings and Reflections by the Pastoral Staff of Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Today is Monday of the fourth week of Lent, March 23, 2020. Today's readings are proclaimed by Jonathan Friends, and the reflection is given by Elizabeth Pike, Director of Liturgy and Music at Our Lady of Peace. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Lo, I am about to create new heavens and a new earth. The things of the past shall not be remembered or come to mind. Instead, there shall always be rejoicing and happiness in what I create. For I create Jerusalem to be a joy, and its people to be a delight. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and exult in my people. No longer shall the sound of weeping be heard there, or the sound of crying. No longer shall there be in it an infant who lives but a few days, or an old man who does not round out his full lifetime. He dies a mere youth who reaches but a hundred years, and he who fails of a hundred shall be thought accursed. They shall live in the houses they build and eat the fruit of the vineyards they plant. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger lasts but a moment, a lifetime his goodwill. At nightfall, weeping enters in, but with the dawn, rejoicing. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You changed my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever will I give you thanks. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Reading from the Gospel according to John. At that time, Jesus left Samaria for Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his native place. When he came into Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, since they had seen all he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they themselves had gone to the feast. Then he returned to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. Now there was a royal official whose son was ill in Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son who was near death. Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The royal official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, You may go, your son will live. The man believed what Jesus said to him and left. While the man was on his way back, his slaves met him, 
and told him that his boy would live. He asked them when he began to recover. They told him, the fever left him yesterday, about one in the afternoon. The father realized that just at that time, Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And he and his whole household came to believe. Now this was the second sign Jesus did when he came to Galilee from Judea. Hello, thank you for listening to this podcast today. I wanted to start today by talking about the psalm. The antiphon of the psalm, or what we might call the refrain, the part that's repeated, says, I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. How many of us now are wishing right in this moment to be rescued from something? Perhaps we wish to be rescued from the boredom or the loneliness of being cooped up in our house. Perhaps from the anxiety as we grapple with this pandemic. Perhaps from illness or any other affliction. Chances are, in this moment, or at least at some point, we have all wanted to be rescued from something. In the Gospel reading today, we hear about the royal official who comes to Jesus to ask him to heal his son, and Jesus does, without even physically going to the son. The son is healed before the royal official even arrives home. In the first reading, the prophet Isaiah proclaims, Thus says the Lord, I am about to create new heavens and new earth, No longer shall the sound of weeping be heard. And in this reading, God says that no longer will children die, and all will have a full lifetime. Now those who heard this before the time of Jesus, closer to the time of Isaiah, when they heard this scripture reading, they're not thinking of the second coming of Messiah, or perhaps even Jesus' first coming. They may very well have been thinking about their present circumstance. They were waiting to be rescued. Now, when we Christians hear the words of Isaiah, we tend to think of the second coming of Christ, that when he comes again, then we will be rescued from all suffering and from death death itself. This is the already and the not yet of Christ Jesus. Already Christ has come. Already he has saved and continues to save. But not yet have we experienced that fullness of time described in the passage from Isaiah. We also experience this too in that God has the power to rescue us from trials in this life and often does, but also that through Christ we may be rescued from death completely, living in eternal life with him. I was privileged recently to receive the anointing of the sick before a surgery dealing with serious complications that I had after giving birth. When the priest anointed me with the oil, he said, May the Lord who frees you from sin save you and raise you up. The beautiful thing about this prayer, I think, is that it acknowledges both the need for saving from present circumstances, but also the need for salvation itself, being eternally saved. The prayer was to rescue more than my physical body. It was to rescue my soul. In our culture, we don't like to talk about death. We don't always like to look at our own mortality in the eye, but we have to acknowledge the presence of of death in order to enter deeply into our faith. From the beginning of our Catholic faith, we are called to die and rise with Christ. Water has many symbols in the sacrament of baptism, being cleansed, being sustained, etc. But water pouring over us is signifying being plunged beneath the water, dying to original sin underneath the water, and being raised up to new life 
in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This rising only occurs because of the death of Jesus on the cross and his victory over the grave as he rose again. It is Jesus who rescues us and thoroughly transforms our death into new life. When I experienced complications during delivery, they had to perform a C-section unexpectedly. I remember very clearly that in the surgery room, they laid me out on the table and stretched my arms out on either side of me. Instantly, my mind went to the cross. I did not know then the two weeks of hospital stay and subsequent complications and yet another surgery that awaited me. But every time I faced a new obstacle, yet another curve keeping me from being fully with my new beautiful baby the way that I wanted to be, I went back to that image of being laid out on the cross. Because my faith has taught me this, that for us believers, where there is death, there will be life. This is one of the things that I love about Mass. When we come to Mass, we bring our whole selves with us. At the altar, when the priest presents the gifts to God, he also presents us to God. This is when we offer ourselves to God, not only our talents and treasures, but also our suffering. We offer our suffering, and this suffering is united to the suffering of Christ on the cross, who will transform it, who will raise us up out of our trials, whether it is in this life or the next. You know, there's a Catholic speaker Laura Kelly Finucci. I follow her on Instagram. Laura gave birth shortly after I did. I was laying in bed one day recovering and looking at Instagram. She posted that she too was having complications. She had preeclampsia and was forced to stay in the hospital. When writing about this, she said, sometimes Lent finds you. I think for all of us this year, we didn't have to go out looking for what cross we had to take up for Lent. A cross came to us. St. Jose Maria Escriva says, At times the cross appears without us looking for it. It is Christ who is seeking us out. In these weeks, as we are all suffering in different ways, I encourage you to bring these trials to the Lord and to allow him to transform you. Even though we aren't able to attend Mass in person at the moment, I encourage you to watch Mass online or to offer up your suffering as you make a spiritual communion at home. Brothers and sisters, I pray with you that the Lord may rescue us and bless us. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord. Amen. For more information about Our Lady of Peace, visit olpmn.org, like us on Facebook at olpmn, and like us on Instagram at olp underscore mn.